Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Carolyn Talks. This is another episode that features more of Carolyn's coverage at TIFF. This time she sits down with Ronnie, director of Glitter's Wild Women. The film follows two sisters, Hannah and Sophie, living in solitude on their 80 acres of farmland. The sisters experience a supernatural life as they harvest and smoke glitter that grows in the forest. Developing strength beyond their imaginations, as they accept these new abilities, the younger sister, Sophie, becomes infatuated with filming it all. Together, they come up with an idea to host a film festival on their farmland and invite all of the residents of the nearest town. However, people from the closest town seem reluctant to attend for a very good reason. So yeah, without further ado, you guys enjoy this great conversation. Uh, And again, another disclaimer, we do apologize. They were not able to record in a private area. So we did try our best to edit out any of the uh, background noise that you may hear. about your film, Glitter's Wild Women. Mm-hmm. And um, so I have to ask you first, how did you get into filmmaking? Because you started out doing, um, you started out as a basketball player in college, and then you were like, I'm gonna go to Second City instead. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. made you decide to make that change? Uh, I was just like really, so I love basketball. I love it so much. I still love playing it, but I was really unhappy with with where I was. Um, I just like, I saw, you know, so many of my other friends who kind of played years of basketball and then after, you know, they're kind of seasoned, like their their bones don't work as well as they used to, then they're like, all right, well, what do I like? What do I do? Because it's a full-time job, right? So, I like liked entertaining and my best buddies that I made in university were all in the film program and they're all very successful filmmakers now themselves and so they kind of you know encouraged me to get into the RTA program specifically because that program like catered to what I, what I was into which was you know Saturday Night Live and girls and just like that primetime comedy hour um, I wanted to make that um, so yeah that's kind of how I got into it right so when so when once you started doing writing your own film your own short films and you said you wanted to do that you wanted to be a director as well how did yeah. you find your own personal voice as a director and as a writer because you know some days like a lot of directors are everyone is influenced by other directors and, yeah and everything but how did you find your own personal voice um, I think what helped was I make a, a web series it's called cheap wine and um that i started making with my best friend um and that was kind of that was kind of spawned out of realizing that it really felt good to come up with just like just one-liners and and bounce off each other and film it and put online and just keep keep doing that because it felt right and i think that finding my voice through glitters kind of when I did cheap wine that was like the prototype for me to kind of find my voice and glitters is so much different than my web series my web series is just like slapstick comedy right but glitters is 
Glitters is something that I took my time with, and I studied films that I loved, and and I studied voices that I loved, like um, like uh, uh, Yargos Lanthimos, he's, he's the director of The Lobster, and okay, uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that as yet, but I know a lot of people loved it. Yeah, that's the one with Colin Farrell. Yeah, right? that's right. So so. He has such a specific voice, and I and I was so into it. And 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 the Daniels, they did Swiss Army Man. They have such a voice, and and a, vo- a voice that's like different from a generic like beginning, middle, and end of a film. Um, and another thing that helped me find my voice was um, by understanding what I didn't like in film, um, things that weren't authentic, things that weren't the truth, things that weren't didn't feel real, like that feeling that you get when you watch something. Like I. If I didn't find that in, in a film, then that's I knew what to not do. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean because you can watch a film that is um, this is, is and this is a completely different genre to what you're doing. But for instance, we have the MCU. Yeah, and I'm a huge fan of those films. Yeah, but the thing is, there's some films that seem more realistic than others. Right, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with the script or the tone, but it has to do with how the director is directing the film. Right, right. So, like for instance, even though um, Thor Ragnarok is one of the most I would say one of the more fantastical of the, of the, of the yeah. set to me it seems more realistic because of how people reacted to situations yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then there are other films like um, I would say Doctor Strange where that has like fantastical elements in it because like the CGI is amazing and the VFX and everything is amazing but then there's some things that you just don't buy about it yeah exactly so, yeah, so I, get what, I get what you mean about it's so yeah. funny that you say Thor Ragnarok because like I mean like I'm not really into big you know superhero yeah. just yeah. money grabbing mm-hmm. films but Thor Ragnarok was so funny I love that film I, I love that film I think is after Black Panther is Thor Ragnarok like, yeah. like Captain America so yeah. I love Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok because Taika Waititi has such a specific sense of humor Yeah. but what he did with the actors I think is, is the most admirable thing about that but apart from the visual effects I love the visual effects yeah, yeah, yeah. there's some scenes I think are like this like living art the, the paintings and stuff but the way he was able to bring out their humor from the characters especially for um, Chris Hemsworth yeah. he was hilarious and, yeah. and his kind of humor is my kind of humor in that it's not obvious at first but you it, like he would say things and then you'd be like that's an insult but yeah. it sounds like a compliment and that's yeah. like my that's like it's my like everyone's in an inside joke it's an like inside joke right you know watching a movie that stars your buddy exactly <laughs> right so that's, yeah. that's what I love about that film so I can I get what you mean about you want it, you want it to be real and you, and you want to be able to relate to it even yeah if it's, it's that feeling like even yeah. if you don't understand necessarily the plot yeah. even if it's so confusing at mm-hmm. the end of the film if you're like huh like if you're if you're hung in a good way yeah I know what you mean yeah, yeah. you like you know what that was interesting I'll yeah. buy it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Even, yeah even if it's something that you're not like necessarily accustomed to accustomed to watching yeah exactly right? um so for so your film Glitters Wild Women is described as magical realist yeah and I wanted to ask you how were you how, was you, how were you able to ground the film in that realist in that realism it, because it's filmed in Canada it's filmed in uh, Prince Edward County. Prince Edward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's filmed there, and you, you, it's, you know that it because I know it's a real place. Yeah. But it has the one fantastical element about it. Yeah. Is the glitter. Yeah. Everything else completely normal. Is, is completely normal. And I think, and I want to know how were you able to ground it? How did you make sure that you did it, especially using because the glitter isn't shown very much in the film, which is no. interesting. But like, how did you make sure that you still stayed grounded? in the story and you still stay grounded in Prince Edward. Well, 
the thing the thing about it is that like the way that I think about the film or the way that I write a, the film is is real like it's it's real life it's real it's real problems right and um, well not really like this is obviously not real but but um, so I kind of write that and then the magical realism thing comes after it's it's the, the thing the best part about writing things that that are in like a world where there's just it's our reality but something's right. off about it is that you can use it as such a me- like such a huge metaphor to get something across to get a certain point across and and so like with glitter like there's honestly I, I don't really like saying like my personal theory on the glitter like it's the best part about the magical realism element is that like the whole story makes sense but that one thing makes people question the, the, all the real parts about the film exactly you know and 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 they have more theories than answers and that's what that's what I love about magical realism mm-hmm. is, is drawing those conclusions because it makes people talk more right you know um, yeah because I've um, because the thing about the glitter what I noticed about it is you never shoot it clearly it's it, like it's almost in a haze like every time yeah. you see it on the screen it looks like everything becomes hazy you're like am I high too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, when I was watching I'm like wait is it my because I wear con- I'm wearing contacts but I wear glasses yeah. it was kind of like that feeling like when I take off my contacts and my eyes are adjusting yeah. to like, not being able to see and it was kind of like I was like I feel I feel like I should be high right now because I'm looking at this thing <laughs> and it's not clearly defined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was looking at it, the thing, the, what I kept thinking about, I kept thinking of a sea anemone. It looks like a sea anemone um, underwater. Because there's some yeah, that yeah, have yeah. That, there's some that have fluorescent, that glow fluorescent, but bioluminescence, bioluminescence, yeah, that, right. So that's what I was thinking. That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, that looks like a sea anemone, and, and it doesn't look like a mushroom or anything that we would associate with being on terra firma. On what's on cool land. is that. Actually, you're, it's funny that you say that because I the what came from you know the it being like glittery mushrooms yeah. is um, back in the day I used to be a, a videographer on the summer camp that oh, was on yeah. the Indian Arm in, in Deep Cove in North Vancouver where yeah. I'm from, and it was they were it was like salmon hatching season, so there was thousands of salmon in the right. ocean, and me and my buddy would take a boat out, and there was bioluminescence happening in the ocean. Yeah. So, you, have you seen that Life of Pi? Yes, that literally happened. So, yeah. so these salmon were in the ocean and they right. were jumping around, and, and the entire ocean was blue and glowing. Yeah, and that's where, like, I just. So when I was coming up with this, I was like, no brainer. That's exactly what. It yeah, okay. It's yeah. just so. It feels so cool. It is. It's, like, it's, a, it's a pretty cool yeah. effect, and I think it's something different to what we see when because it's a drug. Yeah, but it's not a drug that we I don't think I've ever seen on film before. No, and I I, I find it interesting that you made it glitter and that you and you call the film glitter as well women because when we when people think of glitter they usually associate it with like not necessarily the other girls about girls but then we also think it has a girly girls. a girly connotation yeah, which yeah. is when you say girly we usually people usually mean it in a negative way because yeah. you're trying to say oh they, if you like glitter that means you're weak and you're gritty whatever but yeah. this but you used it and you made it something that makes them super strong yeah and I thought that was really interesting yeah yeah because I was like oh so she made glitter into something smokable one yeah but, um, <laughs> don't smoke don't it. smoke it, it oh my god it lights on fire so easily what was it, what was it made of exactly okay so I don't know what it was made of but me and the producer Kelly we hunted for the right kind of glitter for so long yeah and then we found this place in Scarborough and it was like this glitter emporium that's where I'm from well shout out to Scarborough thanks Yay. for the glitter um, and we were like scoping it out and we found the, oh my god when we found the glitter we were so stoked yeah and then the owner of the property Mary Lou she's she's um actually gosh how old she is but she's retired yeah and uh I remember she was like sitting in a rocking chair and she had a handful of this glitter and she was just throwing it in the fire and it was like so trippy like <laughs> 
and she was loving it. She yeah. Was, oh my god, I loved that glitter. But you, you know what it was? The, I don't want to take the magic out of the film, but I was pretty broke when I made the film, and and I, I knew that I couldn't make everything. I couldn't put VFX into every everything, shot yeah. that incorporated the glitter. So I was trying to figure out how could I make it. How could I keep this idea of the glowing mushrooms that they harvest? So I thought maybe if you take this this entity, this like this this part of Mother Nature away from its environment and it touches human skin, then it turns into something that we all recognize, right. like store-bought glitter. Yeah. And then I think that, like, it would just look so, to me, originally, it just looked really funny to have, like, some girl, like, smoking a joint and, like, lining it with little glitter yeah. on it. Yeah, it's, like, so, it is kind of girly, but in, like, a cool, it's a cool way. Girly, but, then you, but then when you realize what it does to them, you're like, you yeah. know what? Like, you you kind of turn the whole concept of glitter on its head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my other question is, I'm wondering, because we know that it makes them strong, that's, that's obvious, but yeah. I was wondering, does it also affect their personalities? Because Sophie is, I, I described her when I was ready, and now she's the observer, right? and Hannah is the um, perpetrator. And I say perpetrator because she's the violent one. She's the one that she just, she's quick to like, when the guy came to deliver the milk, she just smashed the, the bottle. I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah. You're, you're talking about inviting people to film fast, and you're going to scare the guy away yeah. by crushing the milk bottle. Like, you're you're kind of <laughs> yeah. like contradicting yourself. Do you want people there, or do you not? Yeah. But I was wondering, does it, if it affects their personalities in any way? So I don't think so. This is my theory, but but it's it's interesting that you you thought that because that's like I've heard that uh, theory as well. But for me, I thought the glitter didn't affect their personality. I think that just was their personalities. So so I have this is so lame, but I have two cats. <laughs> um, one is named Malik after Terrence Malik, and the other one is named Lou after it's just Lou's a cute name. And one is really really um, out there, flamboyant, right. fun, like like just. Just yeah. really personable and the other is like hides in the shadows so shy only comes out at night kind yeah. of thing and when I was writing this short I was they were just always around me and I was like you know what you guys have such a dope dynamic it's right. <laughs> like when, when the doors are closed and it's just the two of them they're like completely themselves and they're happy and they're fun but then when there's people in the house that they don't understand they don't know then they they take on a very specific personalities one's the you know more the eccentric one the heavy the, the person that's kind of in your face kind of like who are you and the other yeah. one's more reserved very very observant hides behind the her, his desk and she you know Sophie hides behind her camera right. so I thought that was just like a really interesting sister dynamic because I think they would like really bounce off of each other as superheroes <laughs> it, it kind of works and I always find this is a funny thing when you have especially when you have their siblings but when you always have two because I have a twin sister yeah and oh you do yeah identical we're, we're fraternal okay because if you're identical <laughs> the trouble we would get people still can't tell us apart sometimes really we look nothing alike <laughs> but um but to, I honestly I mean because at home we we, we squabble as well but we get along so well but when we're in um, out and when we're in certain situations like I'm my sister does not like confrontation right at all I, I don't like confrontation but I'm not one to back down either I'll okay, be, I yeah. will be like okay if you got a problem let's do it whatever yeah. and so like people and people will see us arguing and people are like we're not arguing this is a discussion you're just talking but I understand what you mean like they're one way at home but then they're another way off right because and I found for for Hannah in particular she I don't know I was wondering if like I don't think it's the, there's a lack of empathy but there's this scene the scene at the end where like they find the boys camping and she just goes after them mm-hmm. and just starts whacking them mm-hmm. and I'm like uh, 
I see no has no hesitation, no cringing, nothing like they're not. She's not thinking. Maybe I shouldn't because she's not thinking of consequence. Like you, these boys keep disappearing. Someone is gonna come investigating, but they're not even thinking about that. And yeah. then the, the day after, it's like it never happened. Yeah. And even not and and Sophie herself doesn't even mention it. They're just like we're back to talking about the, the festival that yeah. we have. And I'm like, this is interesting. And I don't think it's as their characters that we've seen on film before because if we see a character, a female character like that on in film or television, we know they're psychotic. That's the one labels that that labels them as that right. in the films. We have either a psychiatrist, another character would say, You're psychotic, we know we know they're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here they, there's no one to tell them. Well that's yes, you cra you cray cray. You you crazy. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to explore the idea of isolation. Yeah. Because in it, I'll bring up the lobster again, but in the lobster, the way that the character everybody communicates in this world is completely blunt yeah. like no emotion like if so, if they're completely honest with each other right so it's funny like yeah. the, the truth is really funny and so in in my world this this isolated world i thought the best way to to kind of like take that kind of um dynamic of just being like very blunt honest and like kind of no emotion like when 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 they start figuring they have superpowers, they're not like they don't respond the way we would respond, no, right? They just take it as it is. Yeah, and that's because they created their own world, and their own way of like observing yeah. their world. So that's that's why I wanted to explore isolation specifically for that reason. Right, because they don't. We, they, we, they, as far as we know, as viewers, they don't have parents, they don't have aunts, no. uncles, cousins, nothing. nothing. It's just them. Yeah. In this farmhouse. Yeah. Alone, and I thought it, and I thought it was interesting because the last shot is of the field with the chairs laid out, mm-hmm. and then. The, the TV, mm-hmm. so it's like it's isolation again. Like they they want they want people around, but they, the things they're doing are it's not going to bring people around them. No, they don't so know. They'll always be isolated, right? So yeah. I, I thought it was interesting as last shot to have the empty field with empty chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the TV because I was like, how are you going to have a film festival with the TV on a box and a bunch of chairs? Yeah, no one can see that. Yeah, right. But the, but, the, but the way they think about things it doesn't seem to be normal, and they don't react to things normally to how other people to what other people do and say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's. I mean, wild. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy because, like, yeah, they're crazy, but they're they're interesting, and I think that you did a really good job of telling us who they are without telling us who, who they are. Because, like, there's not a lot, of, there's no exposition whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You just start out with the litter, and and we see who they are in them. But you kind of get who, you kind of get their personalities and everything without anyone having to tell us right what is. Which I love. I hate when films and TV shows have a character who's literally giving exposition. Yeah, and like no. We're not idiots. We, yeah. we give us some credit. We can figure out who these people are. As characters. I was just watching a film today. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to roast the film. But there was this woman plays a cop. There are cops behind her, right? She goes, "When are you going to retire?" <laughs> I had to walk out at that moment. I was like, "No I one just casually asks that." I think. Wait, I think I know what you're talking. I think I know what film you're referring to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, so okay, so um, so I think my final question for you is, what are you going? What is your next step? Because you have Glitters Wild Women, your debut film premiering at TIFF, which is a big deal. Mm. And it's, um, what was what's your next step after this? So I really thought that you know make the first short and then make another short to get yeah. you know more experience under my belt. But I kind of I like I'm pretty obsessive over this one, the Glitters right. Wild women and and I think the only thing I want to do 
do right now is to turn it into a feature. That would be so cool. Because I, I know everything I, I, I want to do. I want to get a backstory on how they found the glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. figured out that they could smoke the glitter. Because it's like, yeah. you see this strange thing glowing in the dark. And yeah. your, your first reaction is to smoke it. I'd be like, no. I need to find out how they decided this is the method. You know what it feels like? It feels like I... I wrote a book in my head yeah. and I know there's two other books yeah. I just haven't read them yet in right. my head so I'm just like stoked to read this trilogy right. Right. No, <laughs> I just gotta like write I'm, it I'm looking forward to a full length because I want to see what happens to them because I'm yeah. wondering someone like this is going to be so, so much harm and yeah. so and so thing but one of them has to die yeah 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 so all, both, all of them both, both of them can't keep going on I'm like no somebody has to die somebody has to die it's, it's gonna it's gonna be sad and depressing but yeah, yeah. you know it's the way of the world yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah. exactly because that's the only way I can see a story like this progressing. Right? <laughs> some issue's gonna happen. A car is gonna land on someone. Yeah, it's gonna be a car. <laughs> or they, or they, they think, they think the, the car is gonna last forever. And guess what? It has a time limit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe one of them just dies of natural causes. I know, right? That'd be <laughs> yeah. quite ironic. You know, yeah. sit on there and get an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, but thank you so much for talking thank with you. me, Rooney. This Appreciate was so much fun. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what else you do. Thanks. <laughs>